Moments of Encounter is a weekly live broadcast brought to you by Calvary Revival Labels through God's servant Chidebele Odeze. The teachings are focused on building the church and raising men that will do exploits in this end time. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvarywayonline.org or our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Way Revival Labels. May you have a life-changing encounter as you listen. Faith makes you shine the light We are darkness rules like night Faith is the victory that overcomes the world to Him, to Him, to All things are possible to Him. That chorus again to him, to him, believe all things are possible to him, believe all things are possible to him. to encounter you this evening in this moment of encounter talk to him ask him to encounter you this evening in this moment of encounter I need your encounter in this moment of encounter. It is not an ordinary moment. It is not an ordinary time. It is a period of testimony. It is a season of transformation. Let there be encounter. Let there be transformation. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for another opportunity for a divine encounter. Our prayer this evening is that 
for every one of us that are here this evening and those that are connected to us and those that will later get to listen to this word you will encounter each and every one of us in the name of jesus christ thank you father holy spirit we welcome you in your fullness without you we can do nothing it is only by you that we can understand even the word therefore let our hearts be prepared to receive that which you have planned and prepared for us this evening in jesus mighty name we pray amen you're welcome we are looking at a topic this evening living by the overcoming faith as you know that we have started studying a team the overcoming faith we have looked at understanding the overcoming faith and conquering unbelief trying to have an understanding of uh, what the overcoming faith is all about and one thing i will remind us from what we have studied so far is that the overcoming faith is the faith that is anchored in god there are other faiths when we are talking about living by faith every human being is living by faith some people believe in themselves some people believe in one thing or the other but when we are talking about living by the overcoming faith we are talking about the faith that is anchored in god and in christ jesus christ living by faith living by the overcoming faith is uh, the inevitable way of life for the just there are four scriptures that spoke about the just living by faith i want us to run through them quickly habakkuk chapter 2 the book of habakkuk chapter 2 you will see that in verse 4 he said behold his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him but the just shall live by his faith the just shall live by his faith you will also see the book of romans chapter one romans chapter one verse 17 said for their aims talking about the gospel is the righteousness of god revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith please also shake galatians chapter 3 verse 11 galatians chapter 3 and verse 11 repeating the same thing say but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of god it is evident for the just shall live by faith and again in hebrew chapter 10 hebrew chapter 10 look at verse 38 hebrew chapter 10 verse 38 now when please now the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him 
So you can see that this particular sentence is so important, so serious, you know, so pivotal that God has to repeat that four times, beginning from the Old Testament and was repeated three times in the New Testament, showing us that there is no other way of life that is available for the just. There is no other way of life the just can succeed or survive apart from living by faith. Of course, we have seen that without faith, it is not possible to please God. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 said, We walk by faith and not by sight. In Galatians 2.20, Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. And the life I live now, I live by the faith of the Son of Man who loved me and gave himself up for me. So the truth is that, you know, the only way anyone can succeed as a Christian, as a righteous man, like when the Bible says the just, is referring to those who are justified by the faith that is in Christ Jesus. Those who have, you know, surrendered their life to Jesus and they are now, you know, following him. The only way of life that is available for them, that they can succeed, is by the living by the overcoming faith every moment of their life. It is not a moment threatening. It is a day-by-day lifestyle that affects every single decision of your life. Now, we have defined faith as believing the word of God, confessing the word of God, and acting according to the word of God. And if that is faith, living by faith then means living your daily life by the word, by hearing the word of God, because faith comes by hearing the word of God. And then believing that word and living your life according to it. If faith is a complete trust in God's faithfulness, power, God's love, God's wisdom, and in the power in his name, then if we are to live by faith, it means that every single decision in our daily lives must be influenced by this complete trust. Whatever we are going to do must be by our trust in God's faithfulness, in, in his love, in his power. Now, we are going to be looking at some uh, practical biblical examples of you know, few people that have lived by this faith in God. Hebrew 11 gave us a long list of the heroes of faith and what they did by faith. We will not be able to study all of that. We will just pick the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to see a few examples of them as people that lived by faith. Abraham, Abraham is referred to as the father of faith, the father of us all. We will take some examples from his life, few examples from the life of Isaac, and examples from the life of Jacob. For us to be able to understand what it means to live by faith and the practical ways of living by faith from their own example. Now, the first example of how Abraham believed God and followed God is when God called him 
to leave his father's land, you will see Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8 reporting that. Let's read it first before we go to Genesis chapter 12 to see where that happened. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8, he said, By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing where he went. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. Look at verse 1. He said, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. And make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curse thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed, as the Lord has spoken unto him. And so on. Now, I want you to take note of something first here. That's when God spoke to Abraham and said, depart from your father's house, depart from the land, from the country to the land that I will show you. You know, he has not shown him the land. He didn't mention the land to him, his ear. God knew the place, but he decided not to tell Abraham where he is telling him to go. That is the height of believing God. That God said, you now, come. I'm going to send you. I want to leave your father, leave your mother, leave your kindred, leave everybody. There is a land I'm sending you. And you ask God, which land? You know, for us, the first question is, Lord, what is the name of the land? And sometimes when you are asking that question, you are asking it because you want to use that place to compare to where you are. You will compare whether you will survive better there than where you are now. You will compare whether the safety of your life there is better than the safety of your life here. So many calculations will begin to go in your mind. The Bible said, by faith, Abraham, when God told him to depart to the land that he does not know, he does not know. Yet, a man that was living in an era we are almost everybody is an idol worshiper. He doesn't have a pastor. He doesn't have a Bible to read. He doesn't have anything that we have now. He decided to obey. Faith and obedience are connected inseparably. You cannot say you are going to be living by faith when you are not ready to obey God. Abraham obeyed. The Bible said he left. And you know, it's looking simple. Because I'm sure that by the time he's telling his neighbors that he's traveling, the first question they will ask him is where? Isn't it? And he will say, well, I don't know. How will he sound? They say this one, I don't think he's a, a you know, I don't think he's a, 
is sane again. Something is wrong with his head. He said God told him to go, to go to somewhere and he doesn't know the place. You know? And, you know, and the truth is that he is looking like a foolish man in the eye of everybody. If you are going to try to understand, calculate and shake before you obey God, you cannot live by faith. To live by the overcoming faith is just ask yourself, did I hear from God? Is it God that I heard? Abraham, I'm sure that there are some people that must have gathered. And I want to also, you know, acknowledge that Sarah is also a woman of faith. Because there are some of our sisters, you want to marry. And if they ask you, who do you want to marry? You say you want to marry Abraham of our time. But if you are to be in the shoe of Sarah, are you sure you are not going to meet Abraham's brother? And tell him, I don't understand what is happening to your brother. Eh? He said that he's going somewhere that uh, he had a voice. And I asked him, where is the best place? He said, I don't know. That God said, as I'm going, he will now show me the place. He is not looking, you know, a woman that, do you know that some, some, some women will stay back? They say, if you are going, just go. Let me go back to my father's house. We'll be there. When you go to the place and the place is good, you come and carry us. Do you also know that Abraham is the first son of his father? There are three boys. Terah bond them three. He is the first son. He has to leave all the landed properties, including the, you know, the double portion of the first son. So, the truth is that, you know, when you want to live by faith, then you must not consider any other thing. The only thing that you'll be considering is what? Did I hear from God? Is it what God said in his word? If you are, you know, going to be sentimental about people, how people will see it, what people will say about it, how people will understand it, then you are not yet ready for the journey of faith. You are not yet ready to overcome by faith. Today we are all children of Abraham. Do you know why and how? Because he took a step of faith. Eh? He does not know. Jesus said to Thomas, someone said, unless I see, if I don't see, I will not believe. Jesus said, blessed are those who does not see and yet they believe. You can imagine a man staying with Jesus for three years. Abraham, which Jesus did you stay with? Check your heart. Do you have the heart of believing God? Believing God to the extent of obeying Him. And even if you say, because in the time of Abraham, they are not reading Bible. Eh? They hear God and they follow. If you say, I'm not hearing the voice of God, what of the, the clear ones that are written in the scripture? Are you obeying God? If you say you believe God, you know, sometimes your, your action, the Bible says Abraham departed. Your action shows your faith. If Abraham did not depart, it will show that he didn't believe in God or that God spoke to him. So sometimes you see somebody say, I believe that there is heaven. So what are you doing about going to heaven? You are not living the life that will take you to heaven. 
Somebody say, I believe that Jesus is coming back again. How are you preparing for that? Your actions are not showing anything about what you say you believe. Somebody say, I believe that there is hellfire. And you, you are still telling lies. You don't know that all liars will go to hell. You don't believe. Something is making you to feel that, no, I don't think that, you know, there is anything like hell. That's why you still tell lies. Your actions will always show your faith. So, Abraham believed. And so he departed. He left. People were saying, I don't know. You don't know where you're going. No. And all, he was moving forward. He was moving forward. That's how he became our father. That's how God said, I will be called. He said, that is my name forever. The God of Abraham is my name forever. He's sitting in heaven now. I don't know about you. Let's take another example of his uh, life of faith in Matthew uh, Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. The Bible said God tested Abraham. It came to pass after these things that God did tempt that tempt means tested Abraham and said unto him Abraham and he said behold I am here I am and he said take now thy son thy only son Isaac whom thou lovest and get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him dear for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of verse 3 and Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for a burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God has told him then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place thereof please listen carefully in chapter 21 something happened just before this chapter Abraham celebrated I don't know whether to call it a birthday, but the day that Isaac was weaned, they, he called a great feast, and Sarah cited Ishmael mocking Isaac. And he now called Abraham, Abraham inside and said, come, 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 come. He said, cast out the bond woman and her son. Because the bond woman, the son of the bond woman, shall not inherit or be a, a co-heir with my son Isaac. The Bible said the thing was very grievous to Abraham because of his son Ishmael. And as he was very sad about it, in the night, or I think God said to him in verse 12, Genesis 21, he said, God said to him, let, let it not be grievous in your sight. Whatever your wife Sarah has told you to do, do it. I am in it. The Bible says, early in the morning, mm, Abraham called Hagar and Ishmael and sent them out. They were crying. He was not looking at their tears. I guess he must have said to them, sorry, I love you people, but God said, I should, I should cast you out. Cast out the bond woman and her son. And God said to Abraham, whatever your wife said, do it. I am the one speaking to her. There were two at that point. Now, Ishmael is gone. And God came to in the next chapter, the following chapter, and said, This one that is remaining, carry him. 
go and kill him as a sacrifice for me so that you will become like you are before you remember that was for 90 years or so he was without a tide and suddenly Ishmael came the way he came and later Isaac the son of promise came now God has dismissed Ishmael and God, God is saying to Abraham go and kill the remaining one I believe that if it is now many of us will say that this is an evil spirit talking to me how can God tell me that kind of thing it's not reasonable please may I tell you that when God speaks it's not reasonable many many times those of us that are rational you are calculative you cannot walk by faith because everything about calculation is against faith everything from beginning to the end how can Abraham obey God if he be, sit down to begin to calculate am I sure he has sent Ishmael he has come again on this one the Bible said he departed now look at another drama there God did not say to Abraham Abraham go and sacrifice Isaac in uh, the next door mountain Mount Moriah is three days journey do you understand the meaning of that that is you and Isaac. He and Isaac will be going for three days. They will come to the first place where it will be dark. Both of them will sleep. And as they are sleeping, you know the devil now. I hope you know the devil has been existing in that time. The devil will come and say, can you see the person by your side? Eh? Very soon, he will be lost. Three days journey. So that you will be tested well. Please listen to me. God tests people. He tests his people. It's different from temptation of the devil. The devil tempts you to make you to sin. But God will test you to know what is in your heart. Look at Deuteronomy. Run to Deuteronomy chapter 8 quickly. Let me show you. I'm coming back to Genesis 22. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Look at verse uh, 2. Deuteronomy 8.2 And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee, to test thee to test you, to know what was in your heart whether you will keep his commandment or no and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knewest not neither did thy father know that he might make thee know that man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live are you seeing the Bible he tested them to know what was in their heart to know whether they will keep his commandment or not So, you see, some of us, you have failed the test of God. God, when he wanted to know what is in your heart, and he, he makes some certain demand of, on your life. You know, some of these demands, it may look as if it is too big. It may look as if it is too much. But look at how Abraham, Abraham passed the test. And when God was talking, he said, take the, your, your only son. God was saying it where it will touch him. 
your only son whom you love so god knows that in your love you know that in that particular you know person in your heart that you must sacrifice you must kill on mount moria so this evening i want you to you know consider your heart to 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 live by faith is to pass the test of faith when god will test your obedience the way it happens you know let me give you an example he said to the children of israel that he he make you to hunger can you imagine god allowing you to hunger eh and that was you know they failed all the tests though sometimes but the moment they couldn't see water to drink murmuring and crying and shouting you know so if it is food they will start crying you may say i am believing god these are the things we have seen lord provide for me give me this day my daily bread now you say i want to begin to depend on god for my daily bread no borrowing no begging and that is the first day you are going to start that you may you may meet a test that's the way it happens it may not be on the first day but you may say god provide you'll be there praying by 10 p.m from morning no food nothing he is testing you to know whether you will move out by 9 30. Eh? you say by 9 30 you can see that god has failed is it not 9 30 and then you will not go out to beg or to borrow that's how it happens if you will, you will notice that somebody can come and knock on your door by 11 p.m even some of us you see the word of god will tell the bible says the word of god tried joseph it will try you to the core test you 13 years in the prison to know what he will do for the children of israel is 40 years to know what they will do sometimes some of us say by his stripes i'm healed the day you will say it that's when you will see sickness come everything happening is to test what you will do to know what is in your heart whether you will stand on the word or you will rush to the alternatives that you used to go to before abraham passed the test you will pass the test in the next because if you don't pass the test now you know how academics is if you fail what happens you will repeat it will come and that you are not growing i noticed that spiritual growth actually is the growth of faith spiritual growth is the growth of your faith in god so if you fail the test of faith you are at that level you are not growing. you are not going anywhere now look at what happened in verse uh, i want you to see verse eight verse seven and isaac spoke unto abraham his father and said my father and he said here am i am i my son and he said behold the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for a burnt offering and abraham said my son god will provide for himself a lamb for a for a burnt offering so they both went together you know you know what i'm seeing there abraham should have abraham should have told him that you are the you are the lamb now for the burnt offering eh? <laughs> he would have told him that he, and i am sensing that because the bible said the following morning he left i'm sensing that this is the reason why this might be the reason why he may not have discussed this with sarah 
because I don't see any any woman that carried a a, a, a baby in at old age, nine months, and win the child in the last chapter, and coming to this chapter to tell you bye bye, go and kill him. I sense that Abraham has mastered how to manage people around him in order to obey God. There are some people that when you go and tell them this is what God is leading me to do, they will quench the fire that day. They will tell you, think about it. Oh. Are you sure you heard God? That was what Abraham was managing here. He said to the young men, stay here. You plan not worry to follow me to that mountain. It was only he and Isaac. If you, let me tell you, this is the problem. Some of you, you will come to a point where you notice that you have scattered what you should have, you should have done. Because you have shared it with people you are not supposed to share it. You have allowed people into what God is asking you to do. Which you are supposed to preserve and protect from fire extinguishers. The Bible says when Abraham raised up his hand to kill Isaac. And the truth is that he has already killed him in his heart. God spoke from heaven and said don't do that. And what touched me is that God came back. Look at verse, verse um, 15. After the first one, the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said by myself have I have sworn by myself I have sworn says the Lord for because you have done this thing and has not withheld thy son thy only son that in blessing I will bless thee and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven and as the sun which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice by myself Hebrews 6 said when God noticed that he couldn't swear by anything higher than him he swore by himself he doesn't even need to swear his word is enough he doesn't tell lies but just to what Abraham did moved him to go into the level of swearing. When you learn to live by faith by obeying God, these are the blessings, these are the benefits. You will see God blessing your life. Another example is in chapter 24 when Abraham was looking for a wife for his son Isaac. Verse 20, verse 1 chapter 24. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And the Lord has blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house that ruled over that he had, put I pray thee thy hand under my thigh and I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Paraventure, the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I need bring thy son again unto the land from where thou comest? And Abraham said unto him, Beware that thou bring not my son again. Please pay attention to verse 7. Pay attention to verse 7. The Lord God of heaven which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred 
and which spoke unto me and that swear unto me are you seeing that which spake unto me and went beyond speaking he also did what swear unto me saying unto thy seed will i give this land that same god that same god he will send his angel before you and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from there this is one of my greatest verses in the bible do you see the assurance he said the lord god of heaven the one that is a god of heaven the one that spoke to me years ago he said to me leave your father's house and i left he swore to me and said this is the land that will give it to you that same god he will send his there is no doubt i told us that when you have faith you will not have a single element of doubt Abraham was not doubting anything. And I want you to see something. There's a build up here. There's a build up. The Lord God of heaven, which spoke to me and said, Leave your father's house. So if he did not obey, where will he get faith to build on today's home? Do you understand? Because your faithlessness, your not being able to follow God and obey him before, because of fear and unbelief, because of doubt. He is going to haunt you in trying to believe him today. That's one point that you need to take note of. And again, I want you to see that Abraham was not worried like many people are today. Isaac was 40 years at this time. If you are the only son, you are the only son. And the father, you can see Abraham is already old. In fact, at this point, he couldn't even go himself. He was sending his servants because he's tricking in years. Eh? He, maybe if it is 10 years back or 20 years back, he would have gone himself. But can you see that he was relaxed? Sarah died in the last chapter. Sarah died. Sarah did not push that, I want to see my uh, grandson. You know what they do to first uh, only son? They say, you know you are the only son. At the age of 20 already, we want to get a wife for you. You know you are the only son. Can you see faith? Abraham was not shaking. And that's the problem. Many, many people are worried and shaking. And they do so many things. There are some brothers. Eh? They will go and propose to a sister that they are planning, they are planning to marry in the next maybe 10 years or 5 years. And it is common among students on campus. Somebody maybe is graduating. We just cited one sister. He knew that he is not ready for marriage in the next three years or four years. And you ask him, brother, why did you do this? He he may answer you something else, but what he has in mind is that if I don't propose to her now, another brother will come and propose to that sister and marry her. So let me, you know, guard her by my proposal. What is the meaning of that? unbelief if it is God that has shown you this sister that same God the God of heaven look at Abraham speaking the God of heaven oh my God he was not moved 
he didn't say at the age of 25, Isaac, come make we get wife for you. I don't know whether you will die before you reach 30. Yeah. That's the, pro- the problem. And some of us, you are, you are the only son. And your parents are already telling you, you better know you are the only son. When are you going to get my... I, in fact, sometimes some, your mother will come back and say, I saw one girl, oh, there's something I want to tell you. I saw one lady, I think she's good. And they are trying to push you into something. Be very careful. Before you miss God's will and timing for your life. Andy, you know, look at verse 8. It said, if the woman will not be willing to follow you. <laughs> the, the, the question is not if, if God will not send his angel. No. The question is about the willingness of the woman. That's why I'm, I'm advising us. Marriage is, you know, when the brother is willing to do the will of God and the sister is willing to do the will of God. It's not a... a if the woman is not willing, so it's not about God. The woman is there and the angel will locate him. Will locate her. Now, I want us to see Isaac's own example in the same story. Look at verse 62. Verse 62. And Isaac came from the way of the well, Lahiriol, for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes. And when she saw Isaac, she lighted up the camel. For she has said unto the servant, What man is this that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant has said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all things that he has done. And Isaac brought her into his mother's Sarah tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. And he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Now, I want you to put yourself in Isaac's shoe. Eh? And see something. There's something that is touching me here. Isaac was not in the picture when they are looking for wife for him. Do you know that if it is you, if it is you, you now, you will insist that you will go, go with uh, Eliezer in that journey. At least, let me see the woman. Which kind of marriage is this one? You don't know the woman. They just uh, will bring a woman and say it's your wife. Forty-year-old man. Are you, are you getting... What is, what is happening to Isaac? Isaac knew his father. He was there on Mount Moriah when the first voice landed. And after a while, the second voice landed. He knew the God of his father. He knew his father's trust in God. So he came and rested. He was not even pushing. Like some of this, our generation, year one student is already thinking of marriage. Year one, 21 years old. Marriage seminar here and there. Eh? Isaac was at rest. He went to meditate on God and on the word of God. Isaac was in the field of meditation when Rebecca landed. Ah! Some of us will say, um, please, I want to know whether the lady is fair. Eh? Do you know that Isaac didn't know whether the woman that is coming is fair or dark or tall or short? 
I keep warning this generation. You see this generation that don't they don't want to seek God. They don't want to seek God. They don't want to do the will of God. They are following what they have generated by themselves. As if God is not real. As if God is not speaking again. Somebody will say, eh, the, 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 the sister I will marry, she will be tall. You know, she will be very fair. I don't want somebody that is just, you know, dark like that. And then she must read a good course. You ask her like what? Nursing or fancy. You know? And you say you, you, are, you are going to survive. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you are not ready to live by faith and walk by faith, um, it may be very hard for you to fulfill the purpose of God for your life, number one. Number two, going to heaven will be very difficult for you. Very difficult. If, if not impossible. Many, many things are going... This is no marriage seminar. But I want you to see faith in marriage. Because if you don't follow marriage with faith, you will marry the wrong person. We walk by faith, not by sight. Some say, uh, the Bible says, he that findeth a wife. And so let me find. Look at Isaac. How he trusted. He rested. The Bible said in Psalm 37, rest in the Lord. Do not fret. He was trusting. He said, God, I know that you are the God of my father. Whatever and whoever that woman is. Okay, let me talk to sisters. Did Rebecca, did she know the person that she's going to marry? Did she know whether the person is tall or fair? You know, some of you have written the, the everything. They say, some of the fake preachers will tell you, write everything and be prophesying on it every morning. And you are doing incantation. Invoking, invoking evil spirits to go and manipulate one, one weak, spiritually weak person to come to you. And the devil is very interested in such business. Very interested. The Bible says he's the deceiver of the whole world. Rebecca was trusting. Hey, sister, you want to marry a man that is carrying the mantle of heaven that will take you in the journey of faith in fulfilling the purpose of God for your life. You must also be a woman of faith. Rebecca left her people and traveled with a man he, she has never met before. She didn't know before. To a different land. The Bible says when she saw somebody, she said, who is this person? He said, he's my master. She covered herself. She covered herself. Not this kind of covering they are covering in, in this bastardized, I don't know what to call it. They are lucky that I'm not wedding people. Eh? Somebody will finish committing fornication and all kinds of romance. You go and cover your face before a pastor and you say you are a virgin. Rebecca covered. That's where the covering of face started. These are virgins. These are virgins. Isaac is a Isaac, you know, was a virgin. Rebecca was a virgin. Remember, Abraham said, Don't take a wife. From among these Canaanites, these worldly people around, their life is something else. And some sisters, brothers, you want to marry unbelievers and convert them. Holy Ghost converter. Now look at what happened in verse 67. 
And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebecca and she became his wife. Hey! I want you to see something there. If I read this verse like this, and Isaac brought her into his mother's mother Sarah's tent and took her and she became his wife. Is he wrong? Did you see how the Bible was careful to mention Rebecca? Eh? So he was emphasizing something there. That Isaac took her whole, took Rebecca, whole Rebecca. He didn't take some good part of Rebecca and leave some bad part. She took Rebecca. That's a journey of faith. The Bible was careful not to say took her. Took Rebecca. Eh? And it was when she took Rebecca, whole of Rebecca, that Rebecca became his wife. There are several brothers that are married, but they, their wife, the so-called wife, is not their wife. You know why? They have not, they have not taken mercy. Eh? They are taking some good part of mercy. The other part that is bad, they will be saying, I, I don't like this one. She took Rebecca. And the next thing the Bible says, and he loved her. You know, some people say, how can you marry somebody that you don't have any attraction for at all? Have you heard that kind of thing before? No body chemistry. No attraction. You just marry somebody like that. <laughs> Did you see that love came after? After she became this. So I don't understand where you get all these things. People will not go to the manufacturer's manual. They will not go to the Bible. They will be writing books, Seven Steps to Marriage. And they will be reading. Some will even read and start teaching others. Where did they get their teaching from? Look at the word of God. Men of faith. When the Bible says God of Abraham, God of Isaac, you want the Bible to say God of uh, Informer? When the Informer wants to marry. Or, or, or. <laughs> May God help us in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to see what happened again in chapter 26. Chapter 26. Now, you know, in that chapter, there is a famine. Verse 1, say, And there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. That is, he's talking about Isaac's case now. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gera. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and I will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and will give unto thy seed all these countries. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham, listen to that verse 5. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my status, and my laws. Men of faith. Verse 6. And Isaac dwelt in Gerah. He obeyed. He didn't move out because of famine. Now look at verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land 
and received in the same year an hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of heads and great stores of servants and the Philistines envied him. Please pay attention seriously here. Isaac was in the land of promise and famine broke forth. Please, that you are in the journey of faith does not exempt you from famine sometimes. It happened in the days of Abraham. In the land, in the land of promise. It also happened in the days of Jacob. It was famine that took Jacob to Egypt. Do you remember? So, I want you to note, it is actually in a time like this that you will know whether you are living by faith or not. And maybe I should let us know that, you know, this time we are now, all over the world, we know what is happening. Eh? It's already clear that famine is here. If I say that famine is coming now, you may say that I'm a false prophet, I'm prophesying doom, a prophet of doom. Eh? But this one is no longer prophecy. It's in the news now that one barrel of oil, crude oil, is less than one dollar. Less than one dollar. And you are telling me that there is no famine now. See, let me tell you, these are the days when those who are religious and those who have relationship with their God will be separated. You can't stand it. If you cannot hear from God and know God in this season, you will go down to Egypt. The Bible says God came to Isaac and said, Isaac, do not go down into Egypt. One thing that happens to believers in the days of famine is moving down to Egypt. Going back to the world. Going back to copy the ways of, of the world. To, to, to live the way they used to live before. Eh? And you see, these days are going to be serious. And I want you to know, if, if you, I don't, need to, I don't need your approval for you to, for me to know that I'm hearing from God. What we are doing now is what God asks us to do. He said that the church needs to be taught on faith. Because anyone who does not believe God in this season, you, is either you believe God or you will become an unbeliever. It will be so clear to you that you cannot cope. Because it will take faith in God to survive the season that the whole world and Nigeria has entered into now. And that is why you must live by the overcoming faith. The only thing that will deliver you in this season is the overcoming faith. Ah, the Bible said in verse 12, And Isaac sowed in the land. Men of faith are men that sow in the year of famine. It takes faith to sow in the year of famine. When you are sowing, do you know that sowing is an act of faith? Are you aware? Sowing is an act of faith. When a farmer will carry yam, instead of eating the yam, he will carry it and begin to put it in the ground. And this is a farmer. Isaac said, since God has, 
you know, instructed me to not to backslide, not to move away. I'm going to remain in this land. What will I be doing? I must continue what I'm doing in the land. So I guess that when Isaac was sowing that same year of famine, that people were laughing at him and say, Look at you, the small you have that you will go and eat, you and your family. You are carrying it to go and sow. But the Bible said he sowed, he sowed in faith. When he sowed in faith, the Lord did what? Blessed him. Two things. One is man's. Second is God's. The man has to sow. In the year of famine, and I'm charging every believer in Christ Jesus, the famine has started. The famine has started. One thing that COVID-19 has left behind, because as far as I'm concerned, is passing. The Bible says it came to pass. It came and is passing. But when he passed, or as he's passing, he's leaving something behind. What is that? Famine. It's clear. But if you are going to su- succeed, <laughs> the Bible says God spoke to you. need to hear God this evening. You, you need to seek God on how to sow. And I want to give you the three dimensions of sowing that every believer must sow in this year of famine, this season of famine. You must sow spiritually. You must not leave your spiritual principles because of the situation of things. Some of us, just watch what will happen now. You notice that believers that are paying tight will stop paying their tight. They will look at the money. They say, ah, this one is small now. How can I pay? You will, you will enter into more, more trouble by doing that. Those who are giving their, their stewardship token, their plan giving, many of them will begin to drop now. They said, it's too small, let me manage it. You will enter into deeper trouble. So, don't follow the principles of Egypt. The principles of the world say, save and you will, you will gather. The principles of the, the Canaan land, the land of, God, of God's people say, give. Who said it in the Bible? Jesus. Give and it shall be given to you. And many of you that are stingy, you will think you have succeeded in other years with your stinginess. You can't give God. You can't give to the servants of God. You can't give to missionaries. You can't give to the work of God. You can't give to the widows. You can't give to the poor. Let me tell you, that's your money you are saving. You will see that finish in this season. You, you, I'm not prophesying to you. I'm telling you what will happen. Unless you will begin to sow. Begin to abide by spiritual principles of the word of God. Begin to live by the word. Begin to sow in your spiritual Begin to seek God. Last weekend, three days, I set myself apart to seek God. To know what God is saying to me in this season. I want to understand. I went, I said, God, I want to know you. That's why I came here. You must sow spiritually. And number two, you must sow intellectually. Many believers are lazy when it comes to intellectual development. You will hear that there is a training that will help your life. And I want to advise, especially those of us that are youth, one of the things that you must pay attention to now is this, anything that can do it can be done with computer. Any training, anything that can be done with, you know, all these, you know, networks that are going on, you must key in. You must learn. Go for training. Develop yourself. Read books. These are seasons of sowing intellectually by doing what? By reading books. Read Christian novels. 
Read authors that have gone ahead of you in every area, in finance, in leadership. Read Christian authors and get, you know, blessed intellectually. You must sow. And you must also sow physically. You must ask God to, to, to give you direction. What can I do with my hand this season physically? So that you will not end up, you know, in blaming God. You will not, don't say you are not told because the season is here. That's, that's what, why God sent us to teach in this season. Isaac sowed. As you begin to sow spiritually, intellectually, and physically, the Lord will bless you. And as the Lord blesses you, you will, you will was great. In the year of famine, you will encounter the God of wealth. When people are saying there is, there is casting down, you will be saying there is lifting up. Because the hand of God will be upon your life. As you sow like Isaac in this season of famine, the Philistines will envy you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please, can you take Genesis 48 finally? Let's look at Jacob. You know, we are looking at the patriarchs. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I noticed something in Genesis 48. When Jacob was very old, he was in Egypt that time, and Joseph was there. And then in verse uh, 1, the Bible says he was sick. Joseph brought his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, to the sick bed. And uh, they told Joseph in verse 2, uh, Jacob, that your son Joseph is around. And uh, he strengthened himself and sat up on the bed. And Jacob said unto Joseph, God Almighty appeared unto me at loss in the land of Canaan and blessed me. Are you seeing this man? They know where God appeared to them. They know. They don't forget. At the old age, he was about to die. He said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me. This was happening in Genesis 28 when he was running away from Esau. He said to me, they know what God told them. They took note of it. They can recite it. And said to me, behold, I will make thee fruitful and multiply thee and so on and so forth. Then he now said uh, that this your two sons shall be my mine. Now look at verse, verse um, 13. Verse 13, 48, chapter 48. Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand, towards Israel's left, and Manasseh, and so on. Now, Israel stretched forth his hand, verse 14, and laid it upon, his right hand was upon Ephraim, the younger, and his left was upon Manasseh. Now, verse 15. He blessed Joseph. Please pay attention to what he said in verse 15. He blessed Joseph and said God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk comma, the God which fed me all my life long unto this day comma, the angel in capital which redeemed me from all evil hey, bless the lads let my name be named on them and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth this is one of the verses that enters my head in the scripture the angel that redeemed me from all evil he was too sure 
the God who fed me all my life. There is a God that fed him all his life. Hey! There is the angel. He was referring to God. The angel that, that redeemed me from how many evil. Hey! There is no fear, brother. Men of faith has no has zero fear. There is this angel. There is this almighty that redeems from every evil. And he began to bless them. Joseph said, Augusta, where your hand is, you didn't get it. Put your right hand on Manasseh. He's the first son. His first son. And Jacob said, I know it. I know it. I am old, but I know it. I know that Ephraim shall be greater than Manasseh. At old age, they were prophesying. They were declaring. In chapter 49, he said, Gather to me the sons of Israel. Let me tell you people what will happen in the, in the years to come. They are prophets. Isaac, his father, gave him a blessing when he took the blessing. And Esau came back and said, Oh, my father, is there no blessing? Isaac said, What I said, I have said. They know the power in their words. Men of faith. Isaac said, I cannot reverse it though because as the thing has gone out of my mouth, it has gone out. You are going to serve him. Do you know what it means to... These men are on the same page with God. These men are living above the world. These men are living above circumstances. These men are living above the fear of, 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 of the Gentiles. These men are living above sickness. These men are living above you know, troubles of life. Faith triumphs. You need to live by faith. You need to live by the overcoming faith. You need to be a man of faith. You need to be a woman of faith and it doesn't cost you anything. You just need to put that your trust, that your confidence on this invisible God. Will you rise on your feet and begin to pray and say to God, I want to be a man of faith, living by the overcoming faith. Walking by the overcoming faith. Ramakundelebo 
why he was able to travel three days oh my god in the heart of this man god is central can you pray and say god be the center of my life be the center of my i must love you help me to love you above any other person above any other thing i must love you above isaac I must love you above everything. Everything. Abraham obeyed God. He obeyed God. He believed God. Pray that you will obey Him. You will obey Him. By faith, Abraham obeyed God. I will obey God by faith. I will not obey God by doubt. I will obey God by faith. I will do what God said in His Lord by faith. Now listen. 
Listen. Listen. I want you to pray. Many, many believers will go down to Egypt in this season. Many. Do you remember that in the days of Abraham, he went down to Egypt in the days of famine and collected Hagar. And the world is still suffering Hagar today. I want you to pray and say, God, in this season, I'm not going down to Egypt. I am remaining in the land of righteousness, in the land of holiness. I am remaining with you, Lord. I will follow you. I will obey you. I will not go down. Help me to remain. Pray that prayer. I will not go down to Egypt. I am not going down to Egypt. After me, oh God, oh God, give me grace, give me grace to sow in this season, to sow spiritually, to sow intellectually, to sow physically. I will not while away my time. I will spend my time sowing, and I'm trusting you for a blessing. Begin to pray that prayer now. In this season, I will rise up. I am going to shoot forth in every area. Because I am sowing like Isaac, the Philistines will envy me. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 37 said, verse 7 say, Rest in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of Him that prospereth His way. Verse 34 said, Wait on the Lord and keep His way, and He shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. I want you to pray and say, God, like Isaac rested in the Lord. He was in the field of meditation. In the well of Lyria, he was meditating and his wife arrived. Lord, I'm going to rest in you. 
I will not worry myself. I will, I will not fret myself. I will wait for your own. I will be patient with you. Lord, as you are walking in my life, I will be patient with you. Can you pray for that kind of faith? Resting in the Lord. Resting in His will. Resting in His purpose. You will submit to his will for your life. You will learn to follow the will of God for your life. You will not follow another person. You will not imitate others. You will be okay with his will. You will not rush into the will of or move ahead of God. You will be patient with God at his own time. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to pray for you now. Jacob said, Jacob said, The God before whom my fathers. Abraham, Abraham and Isaac did work. The God that fed me all my life. The angel that redeemed me from all evil. I want to bless you by this God. Before I do that, I want you to sing this song if you know it. How we put you in front in front of my melody you are all that matters <laughs> you are all that matters I will make room for two you are I Jesus you are all that matters Oh my father, you are all that matters. Oh, hey, oh, hey. You are all that matters. Oh, hey, oh, hey. You are all that One more time. Oh, hey. in my life. You are all that Yes. He is all that matters. There is nothing else that matters. The God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk. from all evil. Hey, the God that has spoken to me in the past and 
I followed. And I can see when I look back what he has done. I decree, may that same God bless you today. May he bless the work of your hand. May he increase your faith. And cause that you will love him and pass the test of faith. You will live by faith. You will walk by faith. You will not walk by sight. Receive the grace to walk by faith. Receive the grace not to walk by sight. Even if everybody around you is walking by sight, you will not walk by sight. In the days of Abraham, he doesn't have Bible. He was not speaking in tongues. He was not any. He doesn't have a pastor, but he was walking by faith. When every other person was walking by sight, so I decree, you will not walk by sight anymore. Amen. And you will conquer in this season. Amen. You will not go down to Egypt. You will remain in the land of righteousness. You will remain in the land of holiness. You will remain in the land of prosperity. The hand of God will be strong upon your life. This God that kept Abraham. This God, oh, oh my God, when these men are talking, they are talking with so much assurance. This God will be with you in this season. He will protect you from all evil. And he will bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ. success of tonight's meeting indeed we trust that the Lord has impacted our life and has encountered us tonight it's been a great time in his presence, practical lessons and life reaching lessons our prayer is that all that has happened this night will not end tonight but that we will continue to fan them into flames in Jesus name thank you once again for listening to moments of encounter was proudly brought to you by Calvary with Revival Labels in Ugu, Nigeria. If you have any questions, testimony, or comments, please do have to send an email to calvarywayrevivallabels at gmail.com. I repeat, calvarywayrevivallabels at gmail.com. For further information on our programs and messages, which will be of blessing to you, please do have to visit our website at www.calvarywayonline.org could also like our Facebook and Telegram page, which is Calvary Way Revival Labels. The website again is www.calvarywayonline.org and the Facebook and Telegram pages are at Calvary Way Revival Labels. Thank you once again for joining us. We'll be back same time next week, even on this same channel. Until then, endeavor to put into practice the word that you have heard today and may the Almighty God preserve and keep you in these evil days. Amen. God bless you and good night.